listeners, you're listening to Biz Culture Matters on Clay 1180 AM and com. And I am your host, Zach Gandra. And with me, as always, the inimitable Steve Gandra. How are you doing, Steve? I, I, last week you called me immutable, the week before inimitable, and then the week before that it was inimitable, inimmutable, or something like yep. that. I got to come up with a third one. No, I, you know, in, I'll, I'll take inimitable. I feel, I feel like uh, you're graying a little bit more today than usual. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, who's really inimitable is our guest. Our guest, right? you're, yeah. yeah, you're totally, you're totally avoiding the gray question. Yeah, I know. Why are, I, why are you a little grayer today than normal? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's because I got a trim last Did week. Did you get a trim? Yeah, and I got And just trim brought one. the gray out? Nothing has changed. It was just the trim. You don't have any hair product in today, do you? No hair product. No, no. hair product. Don't, that might don't. that might be what it is. Yeah. Do you have, uh, you have uh, hair color for men? Is that no, what it is? I don't do hair no? color for men. If you were to grow a beard, would it be gray? Uh, it would be salt and peppery. Okay, that's yeah, yeah. A little seasoning on the on the old chin. chin little there. seasoning, little. Seasoning. So we had another great workshop, a March workshop, just wrapped up this last week, and uh, if you were a participant in that, we we loved having you there. We had some great people there. Yeah, a lot, some great folks from Toyota and from Subway and from Linden Linden Transport, Transportation. Yeah. You know, you know, lots of fun, lots yeah. of fun, lots of learning, lots That's of growth. Stuff. I'm glad you let the. I, I wasn't sure if we had an NDA or something. We couldn't disclose who was there or who wasn't. There. I think we probably do. So we should probably <laughs> we should probably delete that. Wow. Out. No, we're okay. <laughs> we're okay. We're okay. Yeah, it was fun. It was good. And we do usually a two day workshop. We're actually looking at ramping it ramping it a little bit differently because people are saying the content's so good and there's so much that they want to do a three day. Yeah, and they want to have more time to talk about it. You know what I think it is? I think when when we have the workshops that the uh, corporate yahoos are coming into, they just like having that extra day to get away from the office. Yeah, what is <laughs> what is what is a corporate yahoo? I don't know. I, I consider myself a former corporate well, yahoo. Well, so. I can tell you our guest today definitely is a corporate yahoo, corporate yahoo if yahoo. there yeah, ever, yeah, yeah. ever, there was, ever one. was one. Um, you know, I, I, I've known Ralph Palman for a number of years, had the opportunity to sit in a training course, you know, a number of years ago and learned a lot of wisdom from him. And then I ran into him again. Ralph is a really amazing guy. Um, he's one of the uh, principals and make it happen guys from a firm called Express, Express Staffing. And these guys are uh, over 700 franchise offices in the United States. Canada and South Africa, 456,000 full-time employees as of the end of 2014, wow. 2.85 billion in sales. They're in the top 10 staffing companies in the world and number one in the USA in industrial staffing, as well as the fastest growing staffing company out there. So uh, Ralph isn't just a guy with some great culture and great values. Yeah. He's got some phenomenal results that he and his colleagues have put together, you know, in, in the workplace, in the market that are making just a huge positive difference in the world. Yeah, that's good stuff. Ralph, we're glad to have you. You're on the air. Well, Here's it's great our, to be here. Our clap great track. You. Can you hear our clap track? It's really yes. cool. <laughs> it's, that's, because, that's because it's not a track. It's just gla- Zach clapping his hands. <laughs> Where are you? Where are you calling in to the show from today? I'm in Edmonds. Edmonds, so Washington. Edmonds, Washington. Gotcha. Okay, so yeah. you're you're in the same state as us, right? And you're yeah. a shoreline dweller. I saw. Yes, I am. Yeah, I am. <laughs> so, Ralph, tell tell us tell us about your work, the work that you do, the work that you're passionate about, and more about 
you know, express. I mean, this is a phenomenal story of a, of just a lightning fast growing business that um, has done some wonderful things and is doing some wonderful things in the world. Well, Express has been a great uh, great company, and uh, actually, our actual name is Express Employment Professionals, and uh, we uh, we used to be Express Personnel, but uh, our research showed that uh, when people are doing online searches. That instead of looking uh, under uh, um, uh, under personnel, they looked under employment. So we changed our name to to, to fit the uh, the internet age, and uh, that's worked well for us. But uh, but at any rate, uh, Express is a great company, and and uh, we started in 1983. And in fact, uh, we really kind of you know developed the business plan and the strategy and all that sort of thing when we. Uh, when we were uh, just just getting ready to go, just not too far from where I am today, in in a in a uh, hotel uh, uh, meeting room, and uh, and uh, it's been a great uh, a great experience uh, down through the years to be a part of Express. So, so ha- you- how in the world did did you get so big so fast, Ralph? I mean, is there anything you can account for that other than? It was the right idea in the right place in the right time, and good golly, any anybody that's helping people get and stay employed are just contributing major things, not just to our economy, but to people's lives. Well, I like the uh, statement I saw on your uh, the quote from Peter Drucker that uh, culture eats strategy for breakfast, and I I think that's pretty good because I I believe in in. Looking back, the thing that we did when we sat down and started the company is we divine, de, de, uh, defined a culture that we wanted to be uh, uh, in a certain uh, uh, type of company, and then and then the growth followed. But the culture, some of the things like we 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 uh, we said we want to be a family oriented, uh, 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 spiritually. Uh, friendly uh, uh, work environment, and so uh, one of the things that we did is we started when we started our company, we would have uh, a prayer breakfast at our uh, annual meetings and our uh, and our uh, semi-annual meetings, and we start out with a prayer breakfast and bring in a, a speaker, or a musician, and then uh, people would share their their. Uh, testimonies for the year and pray ask for prayer and and uh, and that's become a really big thing in our culture our corporate culture is the the uh, and today you know we have a chaplain we have uh, we have a prayer chain if you have a prayer request uh, if you um, need need some help you know there's there's people throughout the company that will reach out and pray for you and and walk with you and uh, and and so so in, you say, well, what does that have to do with building a company? Well, it has a lot to do with it because it's the it's the culture, it's the values, and uh, and I think that that uh, we have. If you were to attend one of our conventions, we just had uh, our our annual convention had seventeen hundred people there, and it was uh, it was like uh, you know I wasn't there, but from what they they told me, it was just a uh, just like our old ones, you know. I mean, it, it, it hasn't. The culture hasn't changed. So, so this is this is a business now, Ralph, not a faith-based nonprofit. No, 
correct? No, no. It's business. We're in the business of of uh, helping uh, companies find good people and uh, and helping people find good companies and uh, and you know we're in the staffing industry and uh, it's a it's a huge uh, huge industry but but the, the 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 core of it all is that you know you've got to have relationships with people and uh, and so we 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 have a uh, uh, you know, I mean, our franchises we have over 700 of them. You know, they're independent; they own their own their own business. Uh, you follow our our program, our plan, and uh, we teach them how to do the business. And uh, uh, so it's uh, it's been exciting to see how it's grown down down through the years. Yeah. Well, what I thought was pretty unique when you and I talked about this a, a week or two ago. Uh, I've always admired your your perspective and your vision and and certainly these accomplishments that are so amazing but what was really interesting to me is that you're able to have this faith-based culture if you will and be touching the lives of 456,000 plus families and it not be something that is religious or makes people feel uncomfortable and that you've got folks from every kind of um, faith background that anybody could ever imagine that are involved with the business, either in a franchise holder role or an employee role. How in the world do you pull that off? I mean, this is the the, the season of political correctness, is it not? Yes, it is, and uh, and I think uh, uh, there's 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 probably nothing that uh, that uh, <laughs> is uniting of people more than loving each other caring for each other and uh, and i think that when when you uh, focus your energies on on making sure that that gets done first of all that people love each other they care for each other and, and uh, you know that builds teamwork it builds uh, all kinds of, of good uh, good feelings our 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 turnover you know in our offices is much much less than most of our competitors because we hang on to people because they like the environment and uh, you know I mean uh, you know when it's not like you know we run around you know uh, in a it's not a religious uh, you know business and and we're not it's not like a uh, working in a uh, uh, in a church or something you know but but it's the it's the the foundation of the the uh, culture is based on the fact that hey, we believe we believe that uh, God uh, God uh, loves you and has a plan for your life, and you care for people. Yeah, you care for people, yeah. and 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 I, and you know one of the first things I learned when I got into the employment business was that when someone's looking for a job, it's it's a tough tough time in their life. You know they. They come in to see you, and they're they're not uh, uh, working. They 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 they're kind of psychologically compromised. And I know my first boss. He told me he said you can't find everybody a job, but he said you can you can make everybody feel a little better about themselves. And you, you know, and you try to do that. You you know, the the goal is to try to lift people up and and encourage them. And and uh, a lot of times that that involves getting them a job. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, but the 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 key is is in your heart and your uh, response to people and and uh, and that kind of permeates 
the whole culture of, of what we do at Express. So we got to go under break, guys. So we are going to come back. Steve, you got that question oh, ready? Oh, I've got it ready. You got it ready to go. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Biz Culture Matters on Clay 1180 AM and excellentcultures.com. We'll be right back. Remember when your company was awesome? It was you against the world. Successful strategy. To-do list done. Supersonic growth. But over time, the sharp edge gets dull, and good is good enough. Why? Because companies forget that bigger is not always better. That politics crush people, innovation, and creativity. And before you can say rotten corporate culture, social media posts are infecting your business. The answer? It's not just your corporate strategies, it's your corporate culture. Excellent companies know that bad culture eats great strategies for breakfast. These guys really get it. Whether you're a family biz or a Fortune 500, or a new biz and want to get it right, Excellent Cultures can bring you back to awesome, because they get it. What they know for sure? You don't need another consultant. Excellent Cultures gives you what you need to get what you want. Bottom line business results that last. How do they do it? With successful business leaders as coaches and proven scientific data. They read your company's culture from inside out. Think MRI. They give you fast, accurate bottom line tactics. They don't treat symptoms. They go for the cure. Based on science, they reveal the hearts and minds of your people using proven and concise data, not warm and fuzzy psychobabble. And here's the kicker. You get supervisors who coach and inspire, workers who love their work, and everyone, that's everyone, not just the boss, takes ownership and accountability. It just doesn't get much better than this. And if you're wondering if Excellent Cultures works, just ask a few of their grads. Don't let the culture monster eat your strategy for breakfast. Check it out for some free advice from one of their experts now, or start it yourself with their complimentary online business culture MRI. And we're back with Biz Culture Matters and Clay on Clay 1180 AM and com. Steve, you are huffing and puffing over there, ready to get this next uh, question know, out to I, our I just, guest, Ralph. I just had a, a pretty significant question. It sounds like what I just heard was that you actually have a strategy, not necessarily a value, but a strategy to uplift your customers in a time when they may not necessarily be feeling that good about themselves. Well, workers, future. right? Because yeah. they were interviewees for, yeah. for a job. Well, not just interviewees, but in, in the pro- – well, you, why don't you speak to that, uh, Ralph? Is it, well, is it both customers as well as employees, or well, how do you certainly, differentiate? Certainly. You know, I mean, you know, uh, uh, when a business is, is uh, in need of people or uh, a key person, you know, they need somebody to, to walk that journey with them, and most uh, – uh, most of the managers I've talked to over the years, you say, "What's your toughest problem?" Is hiring people, and and uh, we're experts at that, and we know how to how to help people with that problem, and and so we have all the expertise that it takes to to uh, to meet their needs. But it's also, uh, uh, I think we we tend to go a little bit uh, 
further than that in that we want to uh, we want to not just uh, understand where they are but we want to help them get to their next level you know where they where they're trying to go and then that's employees or employers and uh, you know I've uh, over the years you know I, I can think of people that I've interviewed and 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 found a job that was uh, just exactly what they needed and they grew and developed and became uh, uh, you know really what they were destined to be but uh, you know if we hadn't helped get them in the right spot they they might not have found that mm. so uh, so we so we uh, we we look at uh, you know we're not we're we're not just trying to put a square peg in a square hole we're trying to you know fit this thing together in a way that uh, that really makes uh, a benefit for everyone so um that being the case ralph kind of what's what's your vision for a culture of ethics values and employee engagement in a you know in a business well i think you uh you have to have a uh, uh, you know you have to start with good people and if you don't have you know i mean quality people uh, it's like i uh, i talked to a banker one time he said i just spent a million dollars advertising that we were a friendly bank he said if i could just get our employees to do it i wouldn't have to advertise you know <laughs> and uh that's, and a, I think that's that, a great yeah, quote yeah you that's know a great I, quote. I think i think that that's uh, that's that's the the thing is we we, we start we we kind of i think we've looked uh at the process the 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 uh, we have a great process of of uh you know the mechanics of doing business, we have you know great tools for our franchisees to work with, but it it goes beyond that. You know, you got to get to the heart level to really engage people and get them get them uh, motivated. And so we 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 think that because of our culture, uh, people leave a little bit more uh of themselves into the, you know, put more of themselves into what they're doing and and uh, reach uh, higher levels that way so it's do did you start when you guys first started did you have you know stated values and look to have those values be identified with by the franchisees that you brought on board by the people that you hired uh and was it formal or was it just something that kind of happened because y- you had these values well, I think we wrote down that the fact that we, you know, hey, here are the things that that we want to offer to a franchise owner, and uh, you know, one of those is you know, we, we're going to be uh, we're going to be your friend. We're going to work with you. We're going to help you learn the business, uh, help you become successful financially. Uh, our goal is to you know make as many millionaires as we can, you know, by bringing you in and getting you getting you going. Uh, we we want to. Uh, we wanted to uh, get people to uh, uh, a level where we had an expertise, you know, and, and, and as we, through the years, you know, we developed more and more expertise in all the different aspects of, of the business uh, that maybe we didn't have when we started. But uh, I, I think our, our, uh, our basic uh, focus was on uh, uh, selling an idea that hey, this is a great business, and you can join with us, and we'll be partners with you, and we'll work together to to, to build a great company. So it sounds like you were very intentional about finding out what the needs of your franchisees were, 
as opposed to more intentional about uh, building the company. Is that a good way to describe it? Oh, I think it? that's true. In fact, uh, the uh, in our first early franchise agreements, the, the, the people would take them to their lawyers. They say, we've never seen anything that, that, that like that. You know, that's it's fair to you as well as the company. And so, you know, we've always tried to operate on the basis that we want to give our franchise owner uh, 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 an opportunity and... Uh, and we don't, uh, you know, we're we're not uh, their enemy. We're their friend. We're their helper, and uh, I think that's worked well for us. So, looking at your franchisees as partners, sounds like it's made a real positive difference in the growth of the company. I think it's been hugely uh, significant in the way that we've grown. So did this start in the U.S. and just kind of branch out and get to South Africa and some of the other places, Canada, uh, originally? Or uh, did things get started someplace else and grow in the U.S.? Well, it, it started here. Uh, we started uh, um, Oklahoma. Uh, Bob uh, uh, Funk, who's the chairman, is in Oklahoma. And then Bill Stoller, who's uh, vice chairman, is in Portland, and then I was here in Seattle, and then we had another guy in Colorado that was uh, uh, Jim Gray that was involved in the early early days, and uh, and so we we started uh, uh, and and grew into all these other places. We've also you know been uh, you know worked uh, with a company over in Russia for a while and Sweden, and you know we've had other other uh, experiences around the around the world it's it's a little different outside the US though and uh, our main business is north north america so w- what i've heard Ralph, and and i think you know our job in listening to you is to do the best that we can to hear your point of view and then kind of um, you know extract the details of your strategy of your vision of your values but what what i'm hearing is something that is just extremely simple that you began with the mindset of having a culture of service as opposed to a culture of making money, and that this culture of service extended to your franchisees as well as, you know, to your employees, as well as to your customers, and uh, it just took off and started growing because it was the right thing to do. Am I missing something? No, that's, no, that, you know, actually, that's the, that's the bottom line is that uh, we just, uh, wanted to help people uh we wanted to help people uh, you know get jobs we wanted to help employers find find workers and 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 we wanted to help our franchisees uh uh learn to operate uh, successful franchises and and uh and and the uh, you know i mean the company has made a lot of money over the years but that was never never really the object uh, of the of the and and if 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 it is i mean that's different uh, you know, we're privately owned. You know, we're not a public company. So, uh, we, we, but we we really we make. I know the company does well, but that's not the 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 object. The object is to serve and and help and grow uh, companies, grow grow people, and uh, that's that's our focus. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of research lately to enhance the effectiveness of our. Um, achieving excellent culture workshops, and what we're finding is that, in you know, in the current generation, especially, that um, the the default drive is more 
a culture of self. What's in it for me? It's all about yeah. me uh, building my bottom line. And what I hear you saying is just the the antithesis of that, that your your culture of service that was focused on and based on service as the dominant objective uh, ended up being very, very successful financially, but uh, financial success was never the primary driving factor. We had a vice president that joined us a few years ago from one of our competitors, and she uh, came and she attended the uh, a few meetings at our headquarters, and uh, and 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 she said, uh, she said this is just unbelievable. She said at the other companies that I worked at, when you had meetings, all you talked about is how can we make more money. She said we talk at our meetings, you guys talk about how can we make our franchisees more successful, and I think that's a big difference. That's that's huge. How simple. We got to go to another break, guys. Steve, you got an up. You you're just itching with another question uh, over there. I've got, come I've back, got right? a hundred of them. There you go. Well, here we go, guys. You're listening to Biz Culture Matters on Clay 1180 AM and com. Uh, send us an email if you've got a question for our guest Ralph or uh, Steve and Excellent Cultures at info at excellentcultures.com or ask the experts at excellentcultures.com. We'll be right back. Remember when your company was awesome? It was you against the world. Successful strategy. To-do list done. Supersonic growth. But over time, the sharp edge gets dull, and good is good enough. Why? Because companies forget that bigger is not always better. That politics crush people, innovation, and creativity. And before you can say rotten corporate culture, social media posts are infecting your business. The answer? It's not just your corporate strategies, it's your corporate culture. Excellent companies know that bad culture eats great strategies for breakfast. These guys really get it. Whether you're a family biz or a Fortune 500, or a new biz and want to get it right, Excellent Cultures can bring you back to awesome, because they get it. What they know for sure? You don't need another consultant. Excellent Cultures gives you what you need to get what you want. Bottom line business results that last. How do they do it? With successful business leaders as coaches and proven scientific data. They read your company's culture from inside out. Think MRI. They give you fast, accurate bottom line tactics. They don't treat symptoms. They go for the cure. Based on science, they reveal the hearts and minds of your people using proven and concise data, not warm and fuzzy psychobabble. And here's the kicker. You get supervisors who coach and inspire, workers who love their work, and everyone, that's everyone, not just the boss, takes ownership and accountability. It just doesn't get much better than this. And if you're wondering if Excellent Cultures works, just ask a few of their grads. Don't let the culture monster eat your strategy for breakfast. Check it out for some free advice from one of their experts now or start it yourself with their complimentary online business culture MRI. And we're back. 
with Biz Culture Matters on Clay 1180 AM and ExcellentCultures.com. Steve, give a quick intro to our guest again. Well, so we're talking, jumping we're on talking right to Ralph Palman, one of the founders of Express Employment Professionals, which if you uh, weren't here when we started the show, we talked about that this, this staffing company, Express Employment Professionals, has grown in a few short years to over 700 franchise offices in the U.S., Canada, and South Africa, over 456,000 people employed. That was the end of 2014, $2.85 billion in sales, the top 10 staffing companies you know, in the world, and number one in the USA in industrial staffing, which is just a phenomenal success story. But what Ralph has told us and told us in the first half of the show, and if you missed it, you want to go back and definitely catch this at excellentcultures.com slash podcast, is that the goal of the company was all about serving and not about making a profit, and that this phenomenal success story turned out to be very, very successful financially and grow like nothing we've ever heard of before, simply with that simple focus on serving as the number one primary driving value of the organization from day one. Did I miss anything, Ralph? No, I think that's well well said, and uh, I believe that, you know, kind of just little examples, you know, I I think of uh, uh, one of our owners who uh, uh, she would always, uh, on Fridays, uh, she would, you know, she would bring in homemade cookies that she would have in the office for the uh, employees who came in and got their checks on Friday, and she would talk to them about their how their job was going, and and just uh, just uh, love on them, and uh, you know, and 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 we we have lots of franchises that do that sort of thing. Another another time, I was with uh, went up to visit one of our franchises, uh, and uh, you know, he he was out of the office, and I, I said, well, where is he? And he said, well, we had. Uh, we had uh, an, an employee attempt over at the uh, uh, Walmart store or someplace pulling carts out of the parking lot, and he said it was raining cats and dogs, and the and and he, the the, the employee walked off the job, and so uh, the owner of the office, the franchise owner, was over there doing that job until they got someone out to replace him. Wow! And and so I mean that's the kind of it's I mean you can, I don't know if you can teach that, uh, but you can demonstrate it so having cookies and building relationships is not a secret sauce it sounds like it's just kind of the the or a secret strategy it's just kind of the outgrowth of having a culture that's about service rather than what's in it for me is that what you're saying i think so and i think you uh when you uh have the uh the the culture uh in the right place, then you attract the right kind of people to carry out that vision and that mission, and so, so, uh, uh, and you get people that do those things. Yeah, that's amazing. So, Ralph, you know, you, you've got you you've been around the block a few times, and and you've got your share of business battle score, scars, and have seen organizations succeed and fail for a number of years. Where have you seen this 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 value system, this culture of service? as we've labeled it, start to deteriorate in organizations? What are some trouble signs that business leaders should watch out for? Well, I tell you, uh, I had a good friend, a uh, uh, golfing buddy, who was president of a, uh, of a uh, 
I think the Canadian division of a major corporation, and uh, he ran all their operations in Canada. And uh, he was, uh, this was a, a, a big name, still a, you know, a, a successful company, but it was a big company. And, and he was uh, telling me that the company had always been very, very uh, strict and, you know, and they were very uh, stodgy and, and kind of uh, uh, prided themselves in being, uh, uh, being real straight-laced in the way they ran their business. And he said they, the, the chairman retired, and he said they went out and they hired a new chairman, and he said, uh, he said the first thing I knew that something had changed is when we had our first executive meeting and the chairman showed up uh, at the meeting with his girlfriend, and he said, "Now he said that that would have always before that would have got you fired, you know, from your job if you do that, you know. But now all of a sudden uh, this 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 new chairman or, uh, shows up with with a girlfriend at a at a at a resort for a, for an executive meeting, and uh, and he said uh, he said that was uh, that was when that was when the company started a downhill spiral and he said gradually the the guys that had been there the loyal longtime guys that had built the the uh, company they began to leave and 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 things changed and and uh and this particular company went to i mean they're still in business uh, but they never really regained the prominence they once had and and i think it was a moral uh, a moral issue, you know, that there was there was not character in the uh, in the top ranks of the, of the of the business, and so I, I just uh, I think sometimes uh, things break down in organizations because of a, a moral failure, and and uh, you know I, I hate to hate to say it, but I I I think we need to to get back to some of the the. Uh, Strong principles that we built uh, America on, and and uh, and that that isn't one of them. Like telling the truth is more important than looking good in the newspaper. Right, you bet. And uh, uh, making the right decision instead of the popular decision that makes your approval ratings grow up uh, works best in the long run. Is that what you're saying? Right. I think it's. I think it's. Yeah, it's character. It's like. It's like who 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 are you really, you know? And uh, and it's like uh, you know, uh, instead of you know becoming uh, uh, a, a quality person, you know, a good person, you know, they people want to get uh, famous. There's a lot of right. ways to get famous, That's a big deal. but there's only a few ways to get rid of quality. So. The Gallup poll now tells us for for two times in a row, and it happens every couple of years, the Gallup employee engagement poll, you know, as of last October, that once again, 70 plus percent of American workers are effectively disengaged in their jobs. The, this year, uh, uh, the poll told us that 18 percent actually tell the confidential poll that they hate their jobs. And the most common reason for employees hating their job was they they hate their boss mm-hmm. so now we've got um in this country 70 percent disengaged employees 18 percent who hate their job primarily because they say they hate their boss that they'll tell the confidential poll uh, obviously they won't tell their boss 
What connection do you see between this, you know, massive failure of engaged workers? Um, you know, what connection is there between corporate ethics, values, and employee engagement that's, that the story is being told by this survey? Well, Steve, I think uh, basically uh, America kind of got uh, uh, messed up with uh, in the educational system when, when they started teaching ethics uh, situational ethics, rather than things being always right or always wrong, they begin to you know teach situational ethics, which uh, most of our leaders, uh, younger leaders in today's world, have been trained in, and that is that, that that what makes something right or wrong is the situation, and and that just can't be true because uh, situations change, and and it basically boils down to do what's right in your own eyes, and and. Uh, uh, I, I think that's the biggest problem with, uh, you know, bosses is that they, they change. You know, one time they, they think one way, another time they think another way, and they don't have a real, a real uh, core of consistency uh, based around true values. Yeah, we've talked about that a lot in, in our recent stuff is what is that author Simon Sinek? We read into some things about beginning your company and starting with why. Why are you doing what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Which essentially for us comes back down to core values. Why are we doing what we're doing? And then answering those core values helps us clarify everything else we do. Yeah. And if yeah. we start without those values, then we're left to what you just said: everybody doing what's right in their own eyes, or trying to get a leg up in the in the situation and circumstance I happen to be in. Yeah, and uh, we lose our anchor. Well, so Ralph, this this just sounds too simple. I mean, good golly, we're in we're in a complex world, uh, global economy, you know, opposing forces economically all over the world, and you're here on the radio show telling us well, simple that, in language, yeah, yeah, yeah. challenging and complicated, yeah, right? It's yeah. like tragically, I think, and I, I don't mean I'm not. I hope I'm not answering for you, Ralph, but it's tragically simple in conversation. And it's tragically complicated to live it out. Yeah, but just you know? just the same, uh, you know, you, you don't you you don't get to four hundred and fifty six thousand six hundred and sixty you know people employed and seven hundred franchisees all you know all over the world uh, just because you believe in putting people first and serving people. And and what I hear Ralph saying is that's that's exactly what's happened. Sure. You know, is, is there any other deeper secret that we haven't figured out here, Ralph? Well, uh, I think that probably the uh, if we used Express as a as a model, you know, say are you are you a perfect company? You say no. You know, have you made mistakes? Yes. Do you make mistakes? Yes. Are you are you uh, going to continue to make mistakes? Yes. But but uh, you know, do you do things right? Yes. You know, and we learn from our mistakes, and we've we've uh, we've we've uh, as we've grown through the years, we've learned a lot of things that we can do better than the way that we're doing it, and we keep we keep uh, uh, growing and keep and keep ad- uh, adjusting. But but the basics never change right the basics never change and that's where uh i if i could just talk to business owners young people and that say if you want to 
really be great in life, if you want to accomplish something great in life, start out with, with really figuring out what is truth. What is true? I mean, is, like, is it right to lie? Is it acceptable? I mean, is it, hey, I don't lie. You know, what, 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 you know, I've never had an employer ever call me and say, I'd like someone who's, 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 who's good at lying. I'd like someone that cheats a little bit. So no one, no one has that on right. their list of qualifying criteria no, for employees. No, they don't, you know. But, but I tell you what, people who have character that will not compromise and that will stay true to, to uh, uh, fundamentals are going to be a whole lot better off, I think, in the long run. And I think young people need to develop those core values the, the earlier they can in life, and and uh, and then stay by them, and uh, you know they'll work for them. I mean, as the youngest one on the show right now, I want to throw out that I it took me going through hell to learn some of the things that you're talking about, Ralph. Uh-huh. And if people would listen now, and you don't ha- don't go because everybody I think everybody I've I've talked to that's that's my age and older has learned these lessons. It's like if I just would have listened. Early on in my life, then uh, you know I wouldn't have had to go through all this pain to get to the same conclusions that you've gotten to, which is beautiful. You know, uh, Zach. I think sometimes they say that uh, that uh, experience is the best teacher, but the tuition is oftentimes very high. Right. Know? Yep. That's and, exactly and, right. You know, so I I, th- I think we have to. You know, if we can if we can just learn and 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 uh, you know. Get get down to where you know uh, there's a uh, fundamental truth, and I, I think you can uh, sit down and uh, and write out you know what are the real uh, fundamental truths, and and uh, as an individual and and you know as a young executive, I would I would say you know write out what it is that's really true, and what do I how do I plan to work, and and have a have a strategy. For how you will you how you will uh, react in situations that come up, and, and you'll be beautiful. Prepared. Beautiful. We got to go to a break, and what a great time to take one because we're going to come back, and Steve's going to ask you to put your coach's hat on, and you already put it on. <laughs> yeah. Here's right. the coach. There we go. We are listening to you are listening to Biz Culture Matters on Clay 1180 AM and com. We will be right back after this break. Remember when your company was awesome? It was you against the world. Successful strategy, to-do list, done, supersonic growth. But over time, the sharp edge gets dull, and good is good enough. Why? Because companies forget that bigger is not always better. That politics crush people, innovation, and creativity. And before you can say rotten corporate culture, social media posts are infecting your business. The answer? It's not just your corporate strategies, it's your corporate culture. Excellent companies know that bad culture eats great strategies for breakfast. These guys really get it. Whether you're a family biz or a Fortune 500, or a new biz and want to get it right, excellent cultures can bring you back to awesome because they get it. What they know for sure? You don't need another consultant. Excellent cultures gives you what you need to get what you want. Bottom line business results, 
that last. How do they do it? With successful business leaders as coaches and proven scientific data. They read your company's culture from inside out. Think MRI. They give you fast, accurate bottom line tactics. They don't treat symptoms, they go for the cure. Based on science, they reveal the hearts and minds of your people using proven and concise data, not warm and fuzzy psychobabble. And here's the kicker. You get supervisors who coach and inspire, workers who love their work, and everyone, that's everyone, not just the boss, takes ownership and accountability. It just doesn't get much better than this. And if you're wondering if Excellent Cultures works, just ask a few of their grads. Don't let the culture monster eat your strategy for breakfast. Check it out for some free advice from one of their experts now, or start it yourself with their complimentary online business culture MRI. We're back with Biz Culture Matters on Clay 1180 and ExcellentCultures.com. We're talking to Ralph Palman, one of the co-founders of a huge staffing company known as Express Employment Professionals. Ralph told us before the break, and if you weren't listening, you definitely need to get this podcast and hear it, play it for your team, play it for your organization, use it as a basis for training something that really works in the real world that uh, Ralph has shared with us that we're talking about a company that has grown to over 700 franchisees, 456,660 people employed at the end of 2014, 2.85 billion in sales, the top 10 staffing companies in the world, number one in the USA in industrial staffing, and what Ralph has told us now for the last 35, 40 minutes is that's all because of two solid values that they operationalize from day one, a culture of service over self, and just do the right thing. Is that too simple, Ralph? Or? No, I think that's right. Pretty, pretty well said. <laughs> you know, it's almost like you know, uh, we sh- you should write you should write a book called um, uh, what what's your mom taught you and you know before right. before kindergarten about you know <laughs> building you know a, a Forbes Forbes fifty company. Right. I almost I almost I almost am I have a little bit trepidation with us saying that because it's kind of like hey guys here's the secret sauce for you being a billionaire and having a huge company which is not the, not the case. It is the secret sauce for you having a, a, a sustainable life that you can live with yourself, that you can enjoy, and the true prosperity isn't just money and having a Fortune 500 company, but to live out your values and for that, for the benefit of other people, can bring a deeper happiness and prosperity than the money ever has. But the, the reality is the money won't be a question when everyone around you it knows that you're in it to help and love and serve them. So, I mean, that that's the kind of thing I was like, as a 37-year-old guy, I get kind of scared when people say, this is the secret sauce to you having 460,000 employees, when there's a lot of people out there that don't have anything near that, that are living the exact same values and are, are at peace with themselves, just like Ralph is, so, which is beautiful. So, Ralph, can you think of, um, you know, this is one of these questions, you know, a, a fastball you know, out of left field that we didn't talk about before the show, but I know you have a great answer for it. Can you think of a time, you know, in the growth of the company that you guys that were growing it and leading it 
uh, really had a rough time sticking to these basic core values of, of service over self and do the right thing that was a huge challenge, um, you know, in, in making happen. Well, we've had many, many uh, uh, challenges through the years, and uh, I, I think of, uh, uh, you know, when they, we're, we're, we're responsive to the economy like, like everyone else, and, uh, and we had a, uh, here in the, uh, the big uh, drop-off in the 90s, you know, where uh, business, business got slow, slowed down for us, and, uh, and we, uh, we were, you know, struggling, you know, they, uh, we, we had to uh, cut back on, uh, on the uh, expenses somewhere, and, and, and where we chose to do that was in the uh, uh, home office, uh, rather than, you know, didn't affect the franchise owners at all, because uh, we had a contract with them, and and so we we went to the employees in our home office, and we said, okay, we're gonna we're gonna have to cut uh, pay by five percent, and you know we're gonna these benefits we're gonna have to eliminate for a while, and and they all signed up, and uh, and we 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 did uh, what we said we would do, and and uh, they they've all you know it it all came back to them later, you know, but it it was. It was a tough time, and I, I suppose uh, probably that that would be uh, an example of uh, you know do you do you, uh, do you say what your you know I mean is your walk like your talk I think we I think we are uh, I've seen times when we've had commitments uh, like uh, one uh, franchise owner that had we had promised him verbally a territory. That uh, he did not own, but we had promised uh, it to him, and uh, someone else came along and wanted to buy that, and we said, "Well, we've already promised this. Well, you have a contract." And, no, we don't, but but we promised him, and so we honored that uh, that agreement with the, uh, the the current franchisee, and uh, and so it, 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 I think I, there's lots of times like lots of things that I could. So you it. kept your c- commitment, even though it wasn't in writing, and even though it was to the at that time perceived detriment of the bottom line of the parent company. Oh well, yes, so, I would you say know. that that's happened many times. Many times. So Ralph, put, put put as we start to wind down here on the show, put put your coach's hat on and tell leaders, business leaders that are listening to the show today. You know, um, you know, what do you think should be done in today's businesses and corporations to establish and restore true cultures of ethics, values, and employee engagement? What should they do? Well, I think you have to look at an employee and say, okay, what do they need? And uh, start there. Say, well, one, one thing, people need a place to belong. And uh, there's no better place to belong than at your work. And so uh, make it easy for people to feel a part of the company. And, like, I listened to, uh, to employees when I would talk to, to different uh, companies. They, you know, they, they say, our boss or the boss? You know, is it our company or the company? You know, it tells you an awful lot about their... Doesn't it? In, Doesn't yeah. it? That's you huge. Know? And so uh, uh, we, we want to we help people feel like they're a part of this and say, you belong here. You're part of us. And so you kind of reach out 
and gather them in. And then the second thing is to help them improve their their competence, you know, so that they whatever they're doing, they can do it better. And that's where training and retraining and and encouragement and and uh, that, that that's a big thing is helping people become more competent. And then the third thing is they they need to have a feeling of being worthy that it's okay to succeed. It's all right to 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 get better. It's all right to make more money. It's all right to do this. And 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 so you know you you need to focus your your uh, activities and your uh, training and and culture around uh, things that will help help the people grow from the inside out. And uh, and I think that's the key, really. That's huge. That's very big. You know, our vo- boss versus the boss. Uh, recognize what employees need, knowing that the first thing they need is a place to belong. How many times do we miss that one? Yeah. And uh, and help them grow from the inside out. Uh, Ralph, that's huge. Yeah. You take take a guy who owns a company, and he he comes in and you know has a has a meeting with his sales staff on Monday morning, and he says, "Well, here's what I want you to do, and here's uh, my goals for this company, and here's where we." You know, I, that that type of language, you know, it starts sending a message that hey, I'm just a little yep. piece of this thing, exactly. and 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 a, a guy who's a who's a real a real leader would come in and say, okay, guys, how's it going, and what uh, what do you see happening this week, and and uh, wh- how's you know, I mean, get get them involved and brings them along and and encourages them and yeah. lifts them up, you know. So that's what I like to see. That's beautiful. We got to close the show Amazing. right now. Amazing. I, just the last 10 minutes I'll listen to over and over and over again. Thank you, Ralph. We can tell that you're a guy just by your sincerity, and I know Steve knows you, that you're you're not just a talker. You're a, you're a doer and a liver, and we thank you for that. Well, he's, well, he's been there and done that. Yeah. Been great to be with you guys. I have enjoyed it immensely, and, uh, you know, Thanks so much for the good question. Absolutely. <laughs> you've, been listening, being... you've been listening to... i got to cut it off. i got to cut it off. All right. You've been listening off. to Biz Culture Matters on Clay 1180 AM and ExcellentCultures.com. If you want to hear the entire broadcast and you missed it, go to ExcellentCultures.com slash podcast right now, and you can pick it up where we left off. Have a great week. Bye-bye. <laughs>